What are you gonna smoke that? Nope. You are. <laughs> Hell if I am. Yeah. Yeah. You not? No. Why you a Mormon or something? You're Jesus freak? No, nah, man. I'm not. This is my job. This is your job. I can't do that. Smoke it. Huh. This ain't a test. Just take a hit. Where the f is my stogie, guys? Flying in. I'm even flying in. Kiss my ass radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Broadcasting live with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, boys and girls, libertarians, lovers of the leaf from across the globe and throughout the world wide web. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. I am, of course, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and with me, of course, the lovely Lady M. Good morning. Looking better than the last time we were you in the studio. What? I was just thinking that, wow, did I need a week's recovery from that weekend. Well, even that, I mean, the last time we were here in the oh, studio, the studio, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Modelo. They do have a 40 Modelo, by the way. Right. That does exist. In it does. That Palm Beach d- just County. Be- once again, <laughs> just because something exists doesn't mean you should take advantage of it. Probably not. Mm-mm. But, um, hey, Tampa was fun. We are back from our 200th episode. We're fully recovered. I know there are a lot of things going around. I got a text message from my print support guy. With a photo of me passed out in the backseat of the car that I didn't even know existed. I didn't know that existed either until I woke up. Right. Well, you definitely passed way out on the way back. But I yeah. i mean, we got done with the show and I put everything away. And I was like, I'm going to fall asleep right here. I can't stop it. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. I'm literally going to just, if I try and keep my head up by itself... It's going to fall flat on a table. After um yeah, after the show was done, we stayed in the in the Tampa lounge and, min- and mingled for about two or three hours. I think you went and took a nap in the car. I yeah. The next thing I knew, everybody's in the car, and I'm like, wait, what's going on? What time is it? And it was two o'clock, and I was like, it's two o'clock already. Wow. Oh, yeah. That went by fast. That but, happened, but, but it was a wonderful time. It was a fantastic time. Jeff and all the and H and all the guys down at uh, Corona Cigar in or Davidoff Mark and, Williams and Mark. All those guys were fantastic hosts. Couldn't have been more hospitable. We had a fantastic time. We drank all the bourbon, but luckily you there's still some left. You drank a lot of bourbon. I got to give you that. Uh, that was you had to try every bourbon that well, you yes. could. Well, yes, that's why you go there so you can try all the wonderful bourbons <laughs> no, that was they a have. Good time. We had a fantastic time. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you missed it, you can go check out the archives on iTunes or at KissMyAshRadio.com, where all of the last 200 episodes of every single Kiss My Ash Radio episode are archived. So, hey, if you miss one, you can always go back and catch it out later. Last week, we gave away some great prizes, as we always do, because we are big givers here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Last week, Kevin Lottie, uh, serving abroad, posted our, one of our favorite spring break memes, and he won a killer punch from our good friends over at Zycar. 
This week, if you want to participate in our Zycar meme of the week, you could take home this prize, Lady M. It's going to be a 250-count crystal humidifier, the Puro Temp Hygrometer, and a bottle of propylene glycol. All of your humidification needs for your humidor hey, and cigars. Absolutely, because if yes. you're not keeping your humid, humid, cigars humidified, what are you doing? Nothing. Not smoking good cigars. Exactly. This week, all we're going to ask you to do is post your favorite NCAA-themed meme. Since it is the NCAA tournament, we just finished the Sweet 16 last night, and it's almost a chalk run. Yeah, didn't we do a um, poll? We, we did. We're actually getting to that. Amazing. So make sure you go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page and post your favorite NCAA-themed meme. Mine involves a meme of Chris Farley and the Michigan State Spartan, and Farley asking him, Remember you guys when you were complaining about being a one, not getting a one seed and being a two seed, and then Middle Tennessee State beat you? Yeah, that was awesome. What movie is that? Is that it's, a- it's a Chris Farley when he's interviewing <laughs> Paul McCartney. It's fantastic. If, okay. you have, if you've never seen it, make sure you go check I'll it out on YouTube. It it's out. classic Farley. And every week, our good friends over at Recluse Cigars give us the Kiss My Ash Radio Recluse Poll of the Week. Last week, we asked you, who do you think will be the first NCAA March Madness team eliminated that is a number one seed? Amazingly, 39% of you said Oregon. Did you vote? I did, and I said it was going to be Virginia, really? which was our number two team. I picked Virginia as well. I know. And Kansas came in a whopping fourth at 9% because they are the overall number one seed. And a lot of people's big choice to be the national title contender. Also, North Carolina came in at 22%. Of course, none of them have been eliminated yet. They're all still in contention and running. So it might be a whole chalk. They might all be in the final four. We don't know. We can only find out. Make sure you tune in tonight for the first half of the Elite Eight. It should be a fantastic contest. Exciting. This week, if you want to vote in the poll, take home a five-pack of recluse cigars from our good friend Scott Weeks. All you have to do is vote in this week's Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook poll. Which celebrity would you like to see fall off the face of the earth? Wow. You know what? When we were brainstorming celebrities, it was pretty funny because we were going through lists of people. Who's relevant? Who's not? Eh, who cares? Yeah, no. Or do we do a couple's thing? <laughs> do you want the couples to fall it off? It was or quite just funny listening to everybody yeah. brainstorm people. So these are the, five, the six that we came up with. These are the final six we have of the people we think that everyone would want to see fall off the face of the earth. First, Kanye West. This is by in no way in any particular order. Donald Trump. LeBron James. Hillary Clinton, Justin Bieber, or Whoopi Goldberg? Whoopi Goldberg. If you want to vote in this week's KMA Recluse Poll of the Week, head to our Facebook page, and you could take home a five-pack from our friends over at Recluse Cigars. So what do we have going on for the show today? Oh, I know. Now that we've gotten through all the polls and everything else, this week it's an, we have a very exciting show. Our good friend Lou Rothman is back. Oh, Lou great. is always He's been here twice before. Former president, founder of JR Cigars, one of the biggest cigar sellers in the entire world. Legend, a guy who basically invented the catalog system, revolutionized the way we sell cigars nowadays. The guy's done everything. That's awesome. He's got a story for everything. He's, he climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. I know. I remember that from the last interview. I, he's I'm one of the, he's one of the most fascinating again. people that's out there. He's got a million stories, a great perspective on everything. Once again, this is one of those interviews you don't want to miss. Make sure you stay tuned because we're going to have a lot with Lou Rothman. We're also going to talk to Salim Hanoi, Vice President of Special Projects from Drew Estate. They've got a great new lounge they've just put in the yes. BB&T Center. Home of the Panthers. Home of the Panthers. Hopefully he can get me Red Wings tickets. That'd be nice. 
You know, maybe we'll put some bribery in. I don't know. Red Wings? When the Red Wings come to town, to play, the Panthers. We play the Panthers. The, I mean, they play the Panthers. Yes. All right. Yes. Red Wings are from Michigan, I'm assuming. Yes. Hey, uh, yes. Yes. Real quick. Uh, yes, John? See that Chris Farley clip of Paul McCartney. It's up on our Kiss Mash radio page. Nice. Oh, well done. I'll watch Good it job. during break. Make sure you go to the Kiss Mash radio <laughs> Facebook page. Check out the Chris Farley post with Paul McCartney. It's a fantastic interview of the Chris Farley show. And it's just Chris Farley at his utmost Farliness. Uh, also, we're going to have Glenn Loop in a little later. There was some interesting things that happened in the social media verse concerning the FDA and cigars. And when Kiss My Ash Radio wants to give you information on what's going on with the FDA, we don't hypothesize, we don't conjecture, we go to the horse's mouth. And we give you the good stuff. Are we going to talk about that right now? Or are we? Well, we're, we're going to talk about it later when we have Glenn on. Oh, we're Glenn's going to come on. Great. Going on. And uh, we're going to talk to him, and it should be a fantastic time. Uh, what else is going on today? It's thing? Easter weekend. That's pretty exciting. I got Easter plans starting right after this show. Like, really? Yes. It's going to be a long weekend. What are you doing? Anything? Oh, I had to go to the store last night. And go shopping? Yes. To get a brisket? No. I bought a ham. Ah. I was think- looking at possibly doing a prime rib. Mm. They were on sale. I really personally wanted to do the prime rib, but the people that I have that are staying in my house for the next week. Oh, your mom and sister are in town. You should have brought them to the studio. My mother doesn't fly in for a while yet. Oh, yes. okay. And Sister's once again, there should be a separation of church and state. Got it. And I use that figuratively as real world, radio world. Oh, okay. Thus the two shall not meet. Never. <laughs> These are the goals of life. Oh, the buffer man. zone is collapsing and independent George is dying. That's all I'm saying. But no, I apparently have to make a ham, and I had to plan for an entire weekend of food, which I never do, obviously, as a single guy. I, if it's Saturday, I go to the store for Saturday. Why would I plan ahead? You do that? You don't go and buy, like, five things of meat for the week? No. Right. I spent the most money I have at a grocery store yesterday than I have in, like, three years. Yeah, I guess it's different when you're just feeding yourself. I, as, like, I left my sister in the house all day yesterday alone. She's like, yeah, you guys really... I like. I don't think there's any food here because I've been home all week, but... And there really wasn't. <laughs> I, I, I had all these plans to go do things, but I just got stuck in the office for way too long and just... Oh, man. Yes. All That's... great sto- plans come to an end. All right, that's all we're going to have. It's going to be a great show. Lou Rothman, Salim Hanoi, and Glenn Loop, a lot of great guests. When we come back, we're going to see what's in a box. Make sure you're keeping it lit. The story that made the cigar. The cigar that made history. Eighty years ago, Monte Cristo began a legacy of crafting only the finest cigars. Now, that legacy is honored by the very special, extremely limited edition Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. Crafted for the first time, Dominican Pelotico Tobacco. Grown from seeds, hand-carried from Cuba by Pepe Mendez. This exclusive cigar is like no other. Rolled in a dark and oily Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. The Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. Features a rich, fuller body and wonderfully complex smoke. Packaged in an elegant handmade box. These exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Honor the legacy. With the Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. 
Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Every recluse cigar is created to smash the perception that a cigar needs to be Cuban to be exceptional. Recluse cigars experience the finest manufacturing techniques in the world. Every recluse cigar is flavorful, smooth, and delivers an effortless draw every time. Man, shut up! Stay down, chump! People, you don't have to listen to this garbage. Go get yourself a recluse cigar and do it today. I said stay down! Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the Brewmeister, here with the lovely Lady M. And we are broadcasting live on Periscope. For all the World Wide Web to view and see if... What, what is that supposed to be? That's for Mike. That's for Mike? <laughs> oh, that was an M on shout out to Mike. Oh, shout out to Mike on Periscope. Yes, as Lady M is throwing gang signs here in the wonderful JDC studios, and we are broadcasting live from Palm Beach. Garden, I do want to say, all the memes are awesome, but yeah. sometimes you got to just narrow it down to one, but they all were great. I was laughing so hard. Well, okay, you didn't lead in with that. Oh, I was watching Periscope. Oh, so you got a Bob text. made a comment, yeah. Uh, so there was a comment made of someone saying, hey, can you please do this for me and make sure... Sh- what, what's up? Mine was better. And yeah, but like they it. were all good. Ah, uh, that's so true. We can only be one winner every week. And make sure you go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page, partake in the poll, vote on who you think the celebrity you would like to see fall off the face of the earth is. I know I have my pick, but... Eh, eh, it doesn't really matter. But. And of course, vote on the Zykar meme of the week. And right now, it's time to find out. 
What's in a box? We got a box. We got a box. What? We got a box. I'm going to open it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar News. Cigar News for March 26, 2016. Most U.S. companies won't be able to do business in Cuba for years. Right on the coattails of President Barack Obama's first U.S. presidential visit to the island nation since the U.S. implemented the embargo in 1962... The Havana-Cuban lengthy process of opening to the United States but normalizing economic ties will take more than a single state visit. It's going to be a while before things will really get a back-and-forth going like, say, the U.S. and China. The majority of U.S. businesses cannot trade with Cuba because of the embargo, which is held in place by several pieces of legislation. The embargo's future will depend on the political mood in the U.S., both houses of the U.S. Congress, and controlled by the Republican opposition. This is an unlikely... Basically, we're going to take you a while to see what's really going to happen with trade to Cuba. So don't get overly excited yeah, just yet. Don't. Can you take one? Oh, you going to read that one? Yeah. Oh, EPC short run for 2016 returns in April. For the last few months, EP Carrillo has been teasing new packaging for the 2016 version of the company's annual short run release. Now the details are out. And the pictures are beautiful. According to Cigar Aficionado, the EP Carrillo Short Run 2016 will be offered in a single 6x52. Well, the company had previously hinted that the cigar would use a, Nicara- a Nicaraguan Rosado wrapper. It will actually be covered in an Ecuadorian Habana wrapper with Nicaraguan fillers. The suggested retail price will be $12 per cigar or $120 per box of 10. The cigar is limited to 2,500 boxes of 10. Interesting they're only going with one size this year. Usually it's a three-size run. Yeah. But maybe Ernesto just got tired of that and wanted to change things up. Throw a curveball at all yeah. of us. Steve, when Steve Saka announced his debut Sobre Mesa last summer, he also announced the first two extensions he planned, Elegante Encidros and Diadema Deluxe. Originally, Elegante Encidros was originally announced as a 7x48, but it turns out the production release will be a 7x50, as is implied in the name. The cigar will be wrapped in cedar... Steve Saka told Half Wheel of Cigar will debut at the 2016 IPCPR and tr- convention and trade show. They will be in 13-count boxes, and the price has not been finalized. And we're still... You might even change the size yet. And It, it says 7 by 50 but from what I was talking to his lovely wife about a couple weeks ago, he's uh, still not sure if it's going to come out that way. Oh. But it definitely will be thirteen uh, a 13-count box. That much for sure, and it will definitely be wrapped in cedar. Very nice. Padilla Oscuro returns this spring. Ooh. Rawr. Hear me roar. Padilla, the lion. <laughs> the lion. Uh, uh, limited Padilla. edition Padilla brand from the past is making a comeback. Known as the Padilla 1932 Oscuro Limited Edition, the cigar first launched in 06 as an offshoot of the popular signature 1932 line. The cigar saw life again in 2007 and then in 2009. Then it disappeared now for seven years and they want to bring it back. Padilla said we are reintroducing our Padilla 1932 Oscuro blend. Uh, it will be a sustainable annual production, but still limited. We're not going to make a lot, but he's thinking 50,000 cigars a year approximately. Which is not a small number. No. It's, 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 that's, that's a very big number to say it's still limited, but not. Right. Well, that, again, goes back to my entire point of what people are calling boutique now or mm. what people are calling limited. Because you call it limited, but, yeah. And one company's limited is we made 300 boxes, which if they're 10-count boxes, that's only 3,000 cigars. 
that's not a lot. Then right. you have other guys telling me, we have a very small run of 5,000 boxes. Right. Which once, if you have 10 count boxes, that's 50,000 cigars. Thank you, mathematician, you. But yes, I know. It's amazing <laughs> I can do basic numerical figures this early in the morning. Oh, man. It is all over the place. We're going to talk to Salim Hanoi, Vice President of Special Projects from Drew Estate. We also have Lou Rothman here. And John is giving me a funny look wearing his Punisher t-shirt. Yes? Punish no? the producer. Is that what's going to happen no, next week? No. no. Oh, you know what? We forgot to tease. What are we teasing? Next week, once again, oh, yes. we will be taking the KMA Roadshow out into the world. Why? Because the people of the world need it to happen. Not because it's what they need or it's what they want, but because we're into giving it to them. That's what we're there for. So we will be broadcasting live from the Espinosa Cigar Warehouse in Hialeah Gardens, Florida, from 10 to noon next week, Saturday. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. A bunch of bloggers are coming down. It'll be a really good time. Eric is hosting uh, Espinosa Blog Fest, or what, is it, what are they t- calling uh, it? It's called um, La Zona Palooza. La Zona Palooza. Yes. Obviously, La Zona is the factory uh, named after Eric that Eric has in Nicaragua. Uh, a lot of great stuff comes out of there. All the Espinosa products, yep. all of the Moyo Ruiz products from our good friend uh, Nelson Ruiz. Oh, uh, that's stuff. actually made in. Oh, that's not actually made there. Oh. There's also a lot of other people are making some other stuff. This uh, protocol, which is out there, big in New Jersey right now. Cool. So there is a lot of stuff that is definitely coming out of there, which is you know very much exciting. I mean, I'm very excited. Junior is going to be there. Anthony, our buddy Anthony from the Espinosa crew is going to be there. The whole crew will be there. We're going to hang out all day. Uh, we're having lunch afterwards, and we're going to be there most of Friday, too, hanging out with these guys. And what, Do you know what the plan is for Friday we at this actually, point? Well, we'll find out more with Salim about this uh, Drew State Lounge, but uh, we don't know. We'll see. We don't know what's going to happen. Right. Really? Yep. Nobody's got anything planned? No, we'll figure it out, though. That's terrible. Well, I know we're going to talk to Eric about what's going on. He's had a very big year last year. Obviously, the Laranja was a big hit. Came in at number 13 on the Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year. We also had a lot of great stuff that he's been putting out. The New Murcielagos. He redid all the Habanos and the Maduros turned into the Classic. So it's been a very interesting year for him. And I'm sure he's got a lot of fun things planned. And not to mention, anytime you have Eric Espinosa on the show, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, it's just going to be like, hey, bro, we're just sitting there going like this. It's going to be great. Isn't that a good impression? (laughs) Actually, I don't know if that was better than me. Come on. you got to give me some kind of credit here. No? I'm getting a shout-out from a big KMA fan asking us to do a remote from the Tequesta uh, Tequesta Cigar Shop in the local area. Well... Mikey, if you get lucky, maybe. Well, I mean, the problem with that is that... It's not kind of a... Is there enough room? Can we get in there? Hmm. I don't, we can't do it up from out front of the store because the property management doesn't yeah, like we'll it. Yeah, we can figure it out. Yeah, we could always figure it out. When we it. come back, we're going to talk to Salim Hanoi, vice president from Drew Estate. We're going to talk to Lou Rothman, the industry legend himself, the man, the myth, the legend. Glenn Loop is going to be here. We're going to see all of the great stuff that we still have coming. Lots more to go. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. And again... So does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. 
Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with beer. You know, when it comes to a recluse cigar, I've often heard people say, recluse made me smarter. Recluse made me more confident. Recluse cigars made me a chick magnet. While the accuracy of their statements is questionable, when it comes to yours truly, that's 100% me, baby. So do yourself and those around you a favor and pick up a recluse cigar for yourself or someone who definitely needs it. And do it today. Results may vary. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam Gay, the Brewmeister. We are broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. With me, of course, the lovely Lady M. Good morning, good morning. And, of course, producer extraordinaire, John Baran. Hey, now. And joining us now, of course, legend of the industry, Lou Rothman. Lou, thank you for being here and taking the time out of your very busy schedule. Busy? I'm retired. <laughs> you're still, you keep very active. Yeah. You're, you're, you're all over the place. I mean, how long are you going to stay in Florida now before you go back to New Jersey? A couple more days. Couple. That's it? Yeah, then I'm going up to Burlington, then to Selma, North Carolina, then to see my son Luke in Washington, D.C., and then back home. Like I said, busy guy. Yeah, I get around. Yeah, 
But uh, on hold now, we have brought in Salim Hanoi, Vice President of Special Projects for Drew Estate, old friend. Salim, how are you, my friend? Good. How are you guys doing? Cannot complain. Welcome to the show. This is your first time being here. It is. Thank you for having me. Well, you're a hard guy to tie down. I mean, come on. You're all over the place. I mean, you're, uh, uh, last time I checked, you're what, platinum on Delta? <laughs> yeah, we do, we do move around a little bit. Absolutely. And you guys are in, you're in charge of the new Drew Estate Lounge at the BB&T Center just outside of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, yeah, that's correct, man. That's, that's a beautiful lounge that we're putting together there. In fact, here on April 1st, we're doing the, uh, we're doing the launch of the lounge. It's, uh, invitation only. We got about 350, 400 people coming and, you know, it's, it, it's a beautiful place and, and really, really happy to be working with, with the folks at BB&T who've been super supportive and, and, and very, very, very big into the premium cigars. So it's, it's been a phenomenal experience working with them. Salim, how did this relationship begin in this project and idea, you know, come about? Well, it all happened with, uh, you know, uh, the president of our company, Mike Salucci. Uh, he's a big hockey fan. He's originally from Philly. He's a big Flyers fan. But, uh, you know, ever, ever since he's been down here, uh, he's he's always been a Panther fan as well, and then we got you know season tickets to the games, and we got great tickets at at the arena, and uh, you know it just it just started off with with Mike and then some of the you know ownership guys and and other management guys just smoking cigars there in, in what the, what used to be like a small outdoor you know uh, just smoking area, and and the conversation started, and and here we are, you know Mike Mike put this deal together and. And we've now got a beautiful Drew Estate Lounge at BB&T Center. Zalim, how long have you guys been working on this project? Uh, this project now has been going on probably about six months. Just, really? just under that. That's a pretty... Now, what kind of hurdles did you guys have to go through to get this? Because I know for a while the, the guys at BB&T have been trying to do stuff. And, I mean, there have been rumors of uh, the Dolphin Stadium trying to get in cigar lounges, but tobacco-free Florida keeps getting in the way, and there's usually deals with those guys in stadiums. What, what, what were the hurdles you guys had to fight through? Uh, you know, being that being that these guys, you know, the, the crew over at BB&T Center, like I said, ownership management, uh, all, all these guys are big-time, you know, big-time cigar smokers and, 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 you know, real, real fans and lovers of, of premium cigars. You know, they did, you know, they did a lot of the fighting themselves and, and, you know, between both of us, it, it wasn't, it wasn't something terrible, to be honest with you. They, they set it up pretty well and, and we came in and, and, and did what we had to do, but it, it wasn't a real, real struggle, to be honest with you, which, which, which was nice to see because you, you know how that goes. Absolutely. A, a professional sporting venue. Finally, you know, that you light up anything, a cigarette right. or anything, somebody's looking at you the wrong way. Is the lounge indoors or outdoors? The lounge is outdoor. It's about a five to six thousand square foot patio. And we dedicated their smoking lounge. Right. But we've come, you know, we've completely taken over, furnished it, bar. I mean, it, you know, TVs, graphics. I mean, it's it's like being at a cigar safari now. Can uh, can people buy cigars there, or are you guys going to just pass out Drew Estate products if you're there? Uh, we're going to we're going to do both. Uh, mm-hmm. We are, you know we're going to have uh, special nights and special events uh, where we do hand out some cigars. No, but the stadium is going to be selling cigars, mm-hmm. uh, some uh, Drew exclusive lounge cigars, and then we've actually made a cigar, a a special Liga Provada Unico 
for the Florida Panthers. So yeah. a cigar people can't even get, you can only get now at the stadium. That's correct. Is this a unique size, interesting shape? It is a it's it is a unique size. It's not it's not shaped like a ferrule or anything else. It's 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 pretty much a a regular size, just something different. And then the blend is completely different to anything that we've made. Is the lounge only accessible during games, or is it open to the public when there aren't any games going on? The lounge the lounge is going to be open for all all games and every every event okay. that they have at the stadium so whether it's you know a concert or whatever but the lounge will be available to us on non-game days if we wanted to host some sort of event here in South Florida on a larger scale uh, yes it would be available to us cool is this going to be some sort of test run for you guys and then in the future you're going to maybe open up some other lounges and other larger venues too uh, hey, we're hoping we're hoping that this leads to to other lounges and other and other venues. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, we we did the soft oh, the soft launch on on uh, March twelfth and happened to be a Flyers game, so Salucci was very excited. Uh, but uh, immediately the lounge was was filled. I mean, this was it was incredible to see an area that didn't get a lot of use in the past. Uh, immediately was was filled, and and, and because we have. TVs and stuff outside. A lot of the guys just lit up. You can watch you know, the game. Lit up cigars and stayed out there for yeah. a quarter, quarter and a half, watching the game, smoking the cigar. So, with that said, when the wings, when the Red Wings come to town, do I need to be calling you for the hookup on tickets? And uh, you can need you to just be email? calling Mike Salucci. He's, he's the keeper of all tickets. All right, him uh, and I can be friends. I am a, a Philadelphia fan as well. Good so. thing I know how to get in touch uh, with Salucci. Yeah, Salucci. Salucci's the man. Salucci's our, you know, Salucci's our, our leader. He's the company president, and and you know he's he's led the company to where we are today, and and then we follow, and then I know that under his direction we are going to reach all sorts of you know crazy levels. So, Salim, any other projects going on? I mean, as VP of Pro- Special Projects, can you tell us anything else that's happening? Well, no, not really. We got to get done with this with this BB and T Center one. You know, I also for Drew Estate, I handle all all the you know major events and trade shows, and and we do a lot of those, so that keeps me pretty busy as well. You know, we do have some other existing lounges. Uh, you know, we have the we have one up at Famous. There's one at, at Corona. There's a couple of legal lounges in PA. So we have other lounges as well. But yeah, this this is this is the new project, and until until we see the results of this one, and then you know get done 100 percent with this one, we'll. We'll start looking, you know, exploring other avenues. Speaking of the trade show, can we expect a new booth this year at the trade show, or will you once again oh, have the two-story high rise? I wish, I wish. You know what happened with the last one? I kind of like broke the budget. I'm not really good with budgets. Really? And yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't really stick to budgets very well. And uh, I broke the budget. No, this, this, you'll see it this year again. You'll see our booth with the bridge this year, and then. Hopefully for next year I can I can start working on, on something. I have some ideas, uh, and I'd like to start working on those. Absolutely. Definitely make sure you keep it in budget this time because uh, the bean counters might really rake you over the coals. Yeah, well, you know, uh, ever since our company was acquired, those I mean, those those folks at, at Swisher, they, they've been super supportive, and, and they've given us all the tools to really, like I said earlier, really to reach you know reach the next level, and it's, it's been phenomenal, to be honest with you. Absolutely. Salim, best of luck with the BB&T Center. Best of luck with everything else that's going on. 
I know we'll speak to you again soon, and hopefully we'll see you out there at a game in the very near future. Hey, absolutely. And hopefully I'll see you guys there at a game in the very near future. All right, well, you just got to tell Saluch to call me. He knows how to get in touch with me. <laughs> tell me what day he wants me to come out there. I'll drive down. It's very easy. We'll see. He's a busy man. Uh, well, I'll, he, knows, he knows how to get in touch with me. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, Salim Vice President of Special Projects, thanks for being here. Exciting things at the BB&T Center. When we come back, we're going to talk to one of the legends of the industry, Lou Rothman himself. Make sure you're keeping it lit. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Russian standard vodka. Like this, it seems complex. Like this, so simple. But look closer, and you see it's both. Simple because it's made from soft glacial water and the finest Russian winter wheat. Complex because it's distilled over 200 times with the principles of Russia's greatest scientist. Simple ingredients, complex technology, bursting forth the incredible, ultra clean, smooth, and delicious Russian standard. This is vodka as it should be. To affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Swag Cigars, offering a cigar for you. From the medium-bodied Swag Puro Dominicano, the full-bodied Swag Black, and now the new Swag Round Connecticut with a flavor profile not usually found in milder blends. The flavor profile takes you from creamy smoothness to a place no other milder cigar has ventured. Available in full grade sizes, shipping to stores near you in August 2015, and Christ Love. Boutique Blend Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Introducing the Mito Capa Negra, the strongest cigar yet in the Coots cigar brand portfolio. A medium to full-bodied tour de force boasting a rich, complex flavor profile. From its dark, oily Mexican San Andres Maduro wrapper and spicy Nicaraguan binder to its impeccable blend of Nicaraguan and Honduran long fillers, Mito Capa Negra represents the pinnacle of blending mastery and prime tobacco selection. Mito Capa Negra is available at fine tobacconist retailers nationwide. Visit www.coots.com. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you. 
constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam Gay, the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the lovely Lady M. Hey, hey, hey. And we are pleased to bring in, for one of our favorite parts of the show, a longtime guest. We've had a few times, and we're just pleased as punch to have him back, because it's time for what we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. With us today, we are pleased to welcome legend of the industry, former owner of J.R. Cigars, founder of one of the largest catalogs and cigar sellers in the entire world, Lou Rothman. Lou, once again, thank you for being here today. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Now, you... Basically, I mean, for those who don't have a basic idea, you got into the industry in some very unique ways, and you've had a lot of hands in a lot of different business for many years. Went Now, just for those who didn't hear the first time we had you on, you opened your first store in what year? 1970. So 1970. And at that time, you were doing other things, and ju- it wasn't just cigars. I was a grocery store that sold cigars, and uh, at a point in time... You want me to re- reiterate this oh, thing? Did, 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 well, at a point in time... Give the, give the bullet points. At a point in time, a friend of ours who worked for Consolidated Cigar at that time told us that there was a, a store for rent on the corner of 6th Avenue and 45th Street, which was a much better location than our 8th Avenue location where we had a lot of junkies and it was, it was really a bad neighborhood. And we decided to move our grocery store over there. And uh, when we opened up for business, uh, people kept knocking on the door asking for cigars. Uh, and we found out that it had been a cigar store for 34 years. So then, actually, then instead of opening a grocery, we opened a cigar store, and the rest is history. Now, of course, when you say we, you mean you and your lovely wife. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, of course, the whole J.R. name came out because it was J and R, right? Well, that was the name of the grocery, mm-hmm. and so then we leased the store under the name of the grocery, which we thought was going to be a grocery store. So the first, actually, that corporation lasted, um, I don't know, 35, maybe 40 years. We wow. kept, we still had that name. Which, okay, brings up, once again, like, if you go back to your life and you look at it, it's just strange coincidences happen that just kept expounding. And, like, you only, you became a cigar store because the store you decided to rent, had been a cigar store. You sent out a flyer because in a catalog because the stamp machine broke. You have a good memory. And that's how you got into the catalog business. Right. I mean, what, to what do you attribute just, I mean, did you just follow the signs, or 
How, how did you or how did you not say no? I'm not going to do that and turn left instead of following right the entire way. I guess I was stupid and lucky. I mean, the best coincidence that I've had to me in my life was meeting my wife. I went into New York to a dance, the only one I ever went to in my entire life. And as I walked in the door, there was a bunch of blonde girls coming down the stairs, and I said to them, where are you coming from? And they told me, room 1072. So I went up there, <laughs> and my wife was there. She was on a high school trip. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> I know. And that's where I met her. And then you followed her back to Kansas. You bet. And that's I where... would have followed her to Mars. <laughs> uh, you know what? For the right lady, how can you blame any guy for that? Uh, I mean, I don't even know where to begin going. I mean, you know, you knew everyone... I mean, we've had our good friend Andy Kossin on, who you made humidors with for many yeah, years. Yeah, I, I ate dinner with Andy a couple of nights ago. Yeah, and he's a hell of a guy. He's got. He's also got a lot of longstanding tradition in the industry. Um, what's the best thing? What What is okay in your opinion? What's the one thing about about the cigar industry that people that are in it don't even understand? The best thing that they don't understand. Uh, the best thing about the cigar industry, that those who think they want to be in the cigar industry, well, I'm wording this terribly, and I'm trying to figure out the best way to go at for the right timeline. What's the one thing about the cigar industry that people, that even people that are in it don't understand that they should understand? Uh, well, I, I think it's the fact uh, that the product itself is something that people use for life. It's not like a chess set. You buy one and you have it for the rest of your life. And, you know, you have to you have to consistently make stuff that, that works, you know, so where somebody opens a box of cigars and they know what they're going to get before they open it. Um, you know, today I... I you know, I've been out of the business for a while, but when I look around Abe's store, I see that the, the craftsmanship today is is better than it's ever been before. I can't mm -hmm. believe how many good cigars there are out there. Right. A million names I never heard of. Uh, you ever hear of this? It's a website called Half Wheel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, every day they send out this, you know, these these ridiculous uh, reviews or re news yeah alerts. like somebody is making there's a, a new cigar coming out and they're making 250 boxes of 10 cigars you know an average factory makes 40 50,000 cigars a day mm -hmm. right so 250 boxes of 10 that's 2,500 cigars that's, that's about give or take 24 minutes of production for an average factory who's going to make bands boxes and all you know and create right. a really uh, an individual cigar to keep their factory going for 23 minutes. It's it's just something else that somebody threw a label on. Now, when you first got into the cigar industry, there weren't a lot of manufacturers, and you could still get cigars out of Tampa. Cigars were still made there. Yeah. And Nicaragua was just starting to pick up in the Dominican, and the embargo had just really been put in place. And there weren't that many. How many brands were there really out there that people were coming in and asking for? Uh, well, other than mass market cigars, mm -hmm. but some of the mass market cigars were actually, you know, uh, real. They were they were they were machine made long filler cigars. Bering, for instance, a cigar like a Bering Plaza. They were selling seven million a year. I mean, there's there's probably only three or four brands that sell five brands that sell seven million many, a year. Yeah. This this is just one size of one brand. So the cigar industry, everybody smokes cigars. Yeah. You know, we. We used to just dump boxes of cigars on the counter at lunchtime because 
people would buy four for a dollar. These are Bering Plazas or Gold Label Palmas, and we just had them on the counter. Four for a dollar. And with that said now, what is the biggest thing that surprises you about just the overall explosion that we're currently seeing in, like, new manufacturers, new people trying to come into the cigar industry, all of the information that's out there about cigars now from even, like you said, Half Wheel, the web, bloggers and everything. Boutique blend, b- blends. Everything everything about that. What's the biggest thing that shocked you about all this? Uh, I think the gullibility of the cigar-buying public and, and the fact that there there you know, there's – I've said this many times before. You know, in the past, I said a ten-dollar cigar was, you know, like, uh, you know, two-dollar cigar when it would eight singles in the box. But uh, I mean, the cigars have to cost more now simply because if you figure a, a good, ma- good handmade cigar from Nicaragua or Honduras or the Dominican Republic, it's got to cost you at least a dollar sixty. Then you got forty-one point six cents of the S-chip tax. Yep. Then it comes in, and you have these various the state taxes mm-hmm. and the state taxes are not based on the cost of the cigar the state tax is based on the wholesale price the first sale in the united states so so let's assume that some importer is bringing in a cigar and, and all around it costs them two dollars including the box so then he's going to put it out for four dollars yeah. then the average average um state taxes may be 35 40 percent right so now that becomes uh, five sixty, and then, and then goes the, up and up and up and up. Yeah, and and a lot of re- you don't see this in Florida because you do not have a cigar tax here. Mm-hmm. But most retailers everywhere uh, keystone the cost of the cigar, including the tax. So if a cigar costs them four dollars and another dollar tax, five dollars. They're selling it for ten dollars. Mm-hmm. What they should be selling it for is keystoning the four dollars to make it eight dollars plus the tax, which is nine dollars. And as the taxes get higher and the cost of the cigars get more expensive, the differential between the price they're trying to sell it for and their real cost keeps growing and growing and growing. Right. And the consumer is paying for it. Mm-hmm. At any point, do you foresee that the states, counties, cities? are going to attempt to tax us out of being able to just buy cigars? No. Okay. Now, people always buy cigars because it's like buying a drink. I mean, there's always going to be people that yeah. drink Louis the Fourteenth cognac and, and other people that are you know, going to drink what I would drink, which would be the cheapest available. <laughs> just straight out of the well. Just whatever I can get my or hands me. on. Or me. The house cabernet, please. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of which, I mean... What, what, what is your favorite cocktail? Uh, actually, I don't drink alcohol at all. I really? I curse and smoke a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> I used to drink when I was a kid, and right. I, I got so sick one day that I never drank again. Wow. I'm sure that's... I'm talking about major sick. Oh, just like three-day hangover level? Uh, one in which my brother actually had to come find me in the hallway of the Intercontinental Hotel on Queens Boulevard. He found me, and then we spent the next day trying to find my car, driving oh, up and down goodness. every street in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> and and did, you, did you have, have – once you finally found it, you're like, did you have any recollection of, oh, yeah, I totally left it here? Was no. It, no, just like all that blank? movie, The Hangover. No, no I was, that was gone. I drank maybe like two-thirds of a bottle of Old Crow. Wow, now that's going back to Old yeah. Crow whiskey and just everything that's inside it. So when we come back, I want to talk about – 
Cuba, your thoughts on Cuba, a lot of interesting okay. stuff going on with Cuba, the FDA. I mean, there's thousands of topics that are facing the industry. FDA and Cuba are the two big jobs. Absolutely, yeah. and I'm sure, you know, you've been here since the 70s. You won, you've seen everybody try to come after us. Actually, yesterday or the day before, uh, myself and the friends of ours that were visiting from New Jersey, we, my friend David is uh, very good with the Internet, and mm-hmm. he was su- uh, searching for these pictures of Fidel Castro in front of our United Cigar Store when I was a kid. I saw him a box of cigars. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Did you find you have the picture? My, We have the picture. We have a room in our house called the Archive Room, which uh-huh. has like eight zillion photographs that we never bothered sticking in things. And yeah. When we go home, we're going to hunt for that. Oh, that's great. Oh, so, okay. We are just, once again, tipping the iceberg. We are here with Lou Rothman, former owner of JR Cigars, and a true legend of the industry, a interview you definitely do not want to miss. We're going to have more with Lou when we come back. We're also going to talk to Glenn Loop about some interesting things happening that you might have been seeing in the world of the interwebs and what's going on there. More great stuff here to come. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the the person's taken care of. Insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker Zimmerman, Injury Attorneys, 800-866-LAWS, BakerZimmerman.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio, hour two here of this 201st episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. It's almost like starting all over again, working the way to 300, maybe 400. We'll see what happens. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, and we are broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. With me, the lovely Lady M. Good morning, good morning. Who is sober as can be for the first time in two shows. Don't say this. Make it sound like I have a problem. Well, the last two weeks, maybe. I can't help the fact that Abe thinks I can hang with him when he's doing six fireball shots. Which is never a good idea. Not a good good idea. idea. Lady M can barely do two. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And we, of course, are in the middle of our Meet Your Maker segment with industry legend and person extraordinaire Lou Rothman. Lou, once again, thanks for being here. Now, before we went to break, you were telling us about how you had gone on the internet and found a photo of you probably selling the last box of cigars to Fidel Castro in the U.S.? No, we have this photo at home. My friend David was hunting for it. He's very good, though, mm-hmm. you know, with the, with the telephones. Right. So how exactly did it come that you were selling possibly the last uh, Fidel Castro cigars? Uh, he was. This was 1960. He was staying at the Hotel Teresa in Harlem, mm-hmm. and my father had a United Cigar store at the corner of 7th Avenue and 125th Street, right across the street from the hotel. 
and uh, you know the whole crew of like army scruffy army types came in and you know and I I sold I didn't know it was Fidel Castro at the time I just thought it because Harlem had a lot of um, like military groups uh, a lot of a lot of uh, young black kids belonged to these big groups where they would all wear the same sunglasses and the same army shirt and whatnot and uh, you know and then. Um, and this was the early '60s, so it was this the was 1960. Height, yeah, yeah, it was the height of the uh, revol- revolution. Yeah, I think they threw him out of the hotel, Teresa, because he was cooking chickens on the fire escape. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, as you know, President Obama has now opened up the Cuban market and started creating a dialogue with the Cuban people and with Raúl Castro. And you have Pope Francis going to Cuba for the first time as a pope, sitting pope to visit Cuba in over 50 years. What are your thoughts on as we get closer to breaking possibly the embargo and exchanging trade with Cuba again? Well, an awful lot of things are going to happen. Uh, First of all, there's a lot of outstanding lawsuits that have to be settled in some way or other uh, before we can get Cuban cigars in here. And then when they do come in here, um, it's, it's going to damage the cigar industry very badly at first. And the reason for that is because uh, Cuban cigars cost a lot of money, number mm-hmm. one. Number two, there's only so much shelf space in each cigar store. So if you're going to devote, let's say, 25% of your shelf space... Taking out 25 yeah, brands. Well, you've got to knock out 25% of the other people. Yeah. Plus the cost of the inventory in order to... In order to pay for the Cuban cigars, uh, you're going to have to reduce your inventory of the other stuff to, you know, to have the money, to have the capital to to stock the Cuban cigars. So, besides the cutback in shelf space and the cutback in ordering, uh, you know, there's also going to be a tremendous amount of stuff put on sale just to get rid of it because you have all these. Uh, brands out there that don't have uh, a normal clientele. A normal clientele to me would be somebody buys um, whatever, Hoya de Monterey governor and he, and he, you know, and he, he smokes five of them every week and he's been doing that for 20 years. Right. The, the way the industry looks today is like, you know, people are smoking a different cigar every day. It's very difficult for a storekeeper uh, to handle all these different brands and sizes and whatnot. Right. And then it becomes very difficult to get rid of it. Nobody wants to buy the last cigar in the box, you know. So, so um, it's going to be. And, and then you have also people's perception. They they think you know like Cuban cigars are the real thing, right? But the cigar makers today are making tremendous. I mean, the wonderful. Quali- the yeah, quality, the quality is phenomenal. And you know, I've had Cuban cigars, and you know, they're they're hit and miss. You have the same cigar being made in 20 different places. You could buy, let's say, a Monte Cristo number four. Uh, you could buy 20 of them, and every one of them was made in a different factory. Right. Because there's, there's no particular dedicated production in one place for that. And I look at it uh, like years ago, you couldn't get Coors beer in the East. This is exactly you know, the same pe- analogy. Able yeah, to people were bringing back stuff on airplanes when they would go to wet, bring back Coors. You know, now Coors beer is here, and you know it's it's cheaper than buying bottled water. Right. Uh, so, so I like think water. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think once 
once the mystique is over, it's the, then yeah, I think people the going to I think people are going to realize that these cigars that come from Nicaragua and Honduras and the Dominican Republic are the equal of cigars made anywhere in the world, and and certainly uh, the consistency is 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 better. Yeah. If given the opportunity, would you travel to Cuba and visit the factories and take the tours and go uh, No, I've had the opportunity. I mean, we had Cigar Magazine for a number of years. I could have mm-hmm. went down there as a, you know, as a journalist, pub, a pub journalist or mm-hmm. a publisher or whatever. Um, no, you know, a lot of my friends' families had their farms seized, their parents put in jail, whatever. Uh, Why support, so, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, when I see friends of mine, you know, who had that, happened to them going back there then i would go back there it's it's like when um when uh what's his name uh jorge uh, not jorge his father orlando Padron, mm-hmm. and and his brother estello had a fallout and estello was my friend so so i stopped selling orlando's cigars and just kept selling Estelle's because he was my friend. So, right. You know, then they got back together, but by that time, Orlando already hated me. So I, I didn't mean I didn't do nothing to the guy. I was just friendly with his brother, you know. But but he, you know, he had an axe, axe to grind. I have a lot of friends in the cigar industry still. I mean, you know, the Placencias and uh, uh, Manuel Casada. Uh, a lot of good people in the industry. Yeah. It's like a family. Uh, it really is. It is. I mean, I, you know, it's like I'm going to Tampa. I'm going to see the Olivas. I see Bobby and Eric Newman. Uh, so, Absolutely. So we're, of course, here with Lou Rodman, owner J.R. Cigars, one of the industry legends, a man who's done all and probably seen more things than I can even begin to try and elaborate or even think about in my entire life of what I will ever get to experience. Uh, as you've gone on, we were just talking about Cuba, and now we're talking, you know, before we went to break, we were also mentioning one of the biggest fe- things facing us, and we're going to have Glenn Loop on in about an half an hour to talk about what's going on with the FDA. How do you see the FDA and what's happening? And especially, like, if you look back over the years of people just trying to regulate different cigars, different taxes that came along, how does this new threat from the FDA come up against anything you've possibly seen in your other previous history in the last 35-plus years? Well, I've never seen any. Well, I've, I've seen things like it where mm-hmm. politicians try to create rules about industries they know nothing about. And that's essentially I, I, what I, If I is. may, that is probably the best thing I think I've ever heard anybody say about it. Politicians trying to create rules about something they know nothing about. Right. If they do, I mean, imagine if they made a rule what, similar to the FDA's stance on cigars. Imagine if they made a rule that said, oh, you can't have any wine that's from before 2007. Oh. I mean, so how how absurd is that? Or or that you have to have, you have to make the same cigar over and over and over. Right. You know, you, otherwise it has to be tested. I mean, so what about the wine industry? I mean, you know, every year is a new crop. Right. Same thing with cigars. Uh, even from the same field, grown by the same person, you know, if you have a different amount of rainfall, uh, you're going to have a different, you know, slightly, it's going to be slightly right. different. So. Um, they're trying to make rules about an industry that they don't know anything about because you cannot, uh, you cannot keep making the same cigar. The, the, the formula of the great brands in the past, and I don't know how it is today, but in the past, what people did, and then I can take Edgar Coleman uh, Sr. because he was a good friend of mine. You know, his formula 
uh, when he made Macanudo, which became the largest selling cigar, is that you know, had this blend, and they made this particular cigar. And then the next year, they would blend in, you know, like 10% or 15% of the next year's crop uh, into what they already had. And then they kept doing that so that the taste of Macanudo changed so, so slowly that people didn't notice. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's something people, guys have to do and people don't understand is because at any year, the crop differentiates. From well, year to year. Yeah, but it's and, – and also it's not the same anymore. I mean, Edgar owned all his own tobacco fields. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, most of the tobacco today is, is bought by from the big guys, you know, a, uh, a, uh, the, what is the name, uh, ASP and mm-hmm. the Olivas. Uh, I think Mirafel's the only one that sells Cameroon wrapper. But, uh, but nevertheless uh, – there's a lot of people growing tobacco. I mean, uh, Noxa, the factory that I have an interest in, they had they growing. They were making a new cigar called Farm to Factory, where every single everything that's in there was grown by on the factory's property. Wow. Farm to Factory. Wow. Okay. We, we- I'm not trying to run an no, ad because no, no, no. the, do- the cigar doesn't exist yet. Right. Maybe well, no, no, we're ready. getting into a lot of yeah. stuff that I didn't even yeah. know that I want to get into. We're going to come back. We're going to continue talking to Lou. I want to. You mentioned branding. I want to talk about branding and what it takes. You mentioned what it takes to create brands. I want to dive into that about what you think about the current state of trying to create a brand in a, the world we currently live in. And we're going to have more with Lou Roth. And we come back. We hope you're keeping it lit. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands. 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinoza cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. If you created the Aging Room Small Batch Cigar Line, the highest rated boutique cigar brands of our times, what would you do next? Well, if you're Raphael Nodal from Boutique Blend Cigars, you would combine your three most important passions of your life, Cuba, music, and cigars, and create a new classic, La Boheme Cigars. La Boheme is Raphael's take on the golden age of Cuban cigars, a medium-bodied cigar, rich in flavors, reminiscent of the island he left 35 years ago, and a small boat with his family. Smoke La Boheme today. Blending is in our DNA. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. 
The A. Flores Signature Cigar Brands out of the PDR Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic are a must-have for every cigar connoisseur. Whether you smoke the A. Flores Ceri Privada, the AFR 75 Edmundo, or the Flores E. Rodriguez 10th Anniversary Reserva Limitada, you will find yourself experiencing truly unique cigars that set new standards for superior construction, smooth draws, and flavor complexity. Visit your nearest tobacconist and ask for the fine cigars of A. Flores, the hottest boutique cigar maker in the industry. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. We are war. We are war with terrorism, racism, but most of all, we are war with ourselves. Welcome back to Kiss My Asher Radio. We are here in the heart and soul of our Meet Your Maker segment with just a true legend himself, Lou Rothman. And you could probably go all day with just the, in- the stories you have on the industry. And you know everyone who's a longtime player and have been around to see everybody and have made cigars with everyone and sold them with everyone and broken bread with probably everybody in the industry that is has two legs to stand on. I've probably been partners with half of them at, at some venture or another. Absolutely. Now, before we went to break, you were talking about the creation of Macanudo and the idea behind the branding of that. And a lot of the times we see now in the current state of the industry with the excessive amount of just anybody can make can make cigars and have... If you've got... Or a lot of people like to say, if you've got five grand and a ticket to Nicaragua, someone will make you cigars that you can then go and try and sell. Well, how do you see... With the over-influx of just people having new cigars and new lines and new brands, how do you really make a brand that sticks and lasts in the current state of the industry? It's, it's, it's extremely difficult. I mean, it would have to be, to make a new brand that actually sticks, you have to give somebody, you know, a really super quality cigar at a price they can afford. So yeah. if you can hit, like, the sweet spot in the marketplace, which today I would I guess I would peg it at five or six or seven dollars yeah. uh, at the retail level, and you make a cigar that you know that people come back for. 
uh, you could you could make a brand. The Absolutely. old brands, though, you know, they're self-destructing. I mean, you could. I don't care which brand you take. It could be Macanudo, Hoya de Monterey, Punch, uh, Romeo and Julieta. You could make a whole cigar store. You could make an entire store just out of all the varieties and packings they have of each brand. So what they've done is they've watered down these brands. Uh, you know, it used to be, uh, well, you know, let's say if I go back to um, even the early 90s, uh, you know. Absolutely. If you picked the top ten selling items in the marketplace, probably six of them were a Macanudo, and mm-hmm. uh, you know one of them was the Fuente Eight Five Eight, was a giant seller. But you could, there was, um, you could not, you could not function as a premium cigar store without, let's say, Hoya de Monterey Punch, uh, Macanudo, um, uh, probably Monte Cruz at the time, though, mm-hmm. you know the. Dunhill Monte Cruz, Don Diego. There were there were like a dozen brands that that that's that's what a premium cigar store was, and then they had a bunch of flunky stuff that somebody came in and sold them. Right. Now you witnessed the boom of ni- of the mid nineties, the fall of that boom. How would you compare it to what we currently have in the industry and this you know, sales seem to be growing all the time. There seems to be new cigar smokers, new interest in cigars. How would you compare the two times in history that are now almost 20 years apart? Uh, I would say the stores that opened or started to sell cigars during the cigar boom, which included a lot of, um, you know, wine shops and garage uh, service stations. Uh, um, today, uh, I think the average the average smoke shop owner uh, knows 50 times more about the product he's selling. And care and takes care of it a lot better than the people who did during the cigar boom. During the cigar boom was just you know um, dollar signs flashing everywhere, right? And and you had these middlemen uh, buying up cigars anywhere they could, mm-hmm. and then they had these lucite uh, humidor boxes that they would put in a garage or a gas station. Uh, no, they would have humidification, but they never bothered telling the guy in the gas station you have to add anything right. to this. You know, so eventually, <laughs> uh, essentially, they hurt the cigar industry during the boom times because people were buying not only subpar cigars but poorly humidified. You know, poorly taken. Poor, yeah, yeah, the cigars were not taken care of properly. The maintenance was going downhill, and people weren't being informed properly of what it takes to fully maintain product. Yeah. Fascinating. I mean, as a company, we, we stopped taking new customers for 18 months. I mean, it was absurd. You know, people would call in. We'd tell them that. Can't sell you anything. <laughs> I wanted to touch on a quick subject outside of the cigar industry. Right now we're going through the big uh, presidential election, all the debates, everything that's going on. Do you have an opinion on all of that? Yeah. The only person I would vote for of all the candidates is Bernie Sanders. And here's why. Because... He seems to be an honest person, and his his platform is so far from anything that anyone in Congress would vote for that I think we could end up with an honest guy as president, but one who couldn't put in any you know off the wall programs, that, you know, destabilizing programs. Right. Whereas the other people, a I wouldn't trust Hillary Clinton as far as I could push this building with two broken legs. Uh, Not very far. <laughs> Trump, Trump and Cruz, I mean, are they really from this planet or are they invaders? They could be aliens. 
And Kasich's a nice guy, but he ain't got a prayer. That's that's very true. I mean, as Trump seems to grandstand and create this big hype and performance for himself, and seems to ignite the average voter into thinking, "Ooh, this guy is just entertaining me." As it comes down to, we see have a more of an entertainment value rather than just an honest debate. Where do you see this falling as we continue down the presidential cycle? Hey, who knows? I, I I really can't say. I mean, the only the only the only there are two sane people out there. Sander, well, not sane. I mean, Hillary Clinton's sane, but I just she's. The polls show that even Democrats don't trust her. Nobody trusts yeah. her. There's just you know too much bad stuff in the past. Too much baggage. I mean, you've seen a lot of different presidential, especially during the business profile, and probably had a lot of different. I things. once wrote a book on a presidential election. Really? Which yeah, yeah. about which election? Uh, it was nineteen? Um, let's see, sixty sixty eight. You know, when George Wallace, McGovern, uh, Robert Kennedy, Hubert Humphrey, uh, it was a whole bunch of people running, and and I wrote a book. Uh, sixty eight. Wasn't that also uh, the Nixon? Um. Sixty, sixty. Yeah, I guess so. I know. Well, because yeah, no, because Carter was seventy-six, Reagan was eighty. Don't yeah. ask me. So. <laughs> well, at any rate, I I, right. I I made up this uh, this survey, you know, asking them a lot of questions, which I sent to every senator and every member of the House of Representatives, and it had a tiny little pencil dot on the back of the thing mm -hmm. and if I put this grid over this piece of paper I can actually figure out who sent it back because it's supposed to be anonymous oh yeah. really fascinating well we got more to come Glenn Loop's going to be here we hope to see you again when we come back make sure you're keeping it lit Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Serie V Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Serie V Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. I smoke Padilla. Hear me roar. Living in this land of political freedom, Ernesto and Carlos Padilla, the sons of the lion-hearted writer and poet Alberto Padilla, once imprisoned by the Castro government and whose forefathers grew tobacco in our beloved Cuba, are proudly blending cigars that continue the magnificent Cuban traditions of cigar making. Visit your local tobacconist and ask for the unique smoking experience that is Padilla. One puff of Padilla and you'll roar too.
Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Why? The Spearmint Rhino is Palm Beach County's most exclusive hotspot. Celebrate Tito on a Thursday. Every Thursday, 8 p.m. till close. And enjoy two-for-one Avion margaritas, bucket specials, Tito's bottle special, and complimentary taco bar from 9 p.m. till midnight. Every Monday, Spearmint Rhino is uncovered with free entry during the game. Bucket and bottle specials and $5 change to shots. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail, come see us at the Spearmint Rhino, the premier upscale gentlemen's club since the dawn of time the universe has been constantly evolving now experience the evolution of flavor syndicato cigars available in ecuadorian shade grown carojo and san andres marron wrappers are beautifully crafted by master blender arsenio ramos using a double leaf binder and meticulously box pressed syndicato cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Syndicato Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. With me, of course, the lovely Lady M. Good morning, good morning. What's up? How you doing? Good. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to check out the KMA Facebook page where you could take home a fantastic Zykar humidification package if you participate in the Kiss My Ash Radio Zykar meme of the week. All you have to do is post your favorite NCAA tournament meme. We're in the heart of the tournament Big Elite Eight games going on tonight. I know Colin's excited. No, definitely not a sports fan. Colin hates sports. Not a sports guy. Not at all. Not whatsoever. Not a NCAA tournament guy. Oh, just a football guy, right? Football and soccer. Football and soccer. Curling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're a Manchester United, right? You know it. Absolutely. There we go. All right. On the phone now to talk about a very interesting topic that when Kiss My Ash Radio wants to do reporting... We do the due diligence to make sure we give you the real story, the whole story, and nothing but the truth of the story. To give us that information, we bring in Mr. Glenn Loop himself, Executive Director of the CRA. Glenn, welcome back, my friend. Adam, Lady M, I'm glad it's the two of you. You've kicked Abe to the curb this morning, I hear. Yeah, he's... Um, we're, trying, we're trying something new. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it sticks. So not the first coup d'état I've heard of this week, but anyway, absolutely. But er, yesterday, a report went out on another cigar-related website and broadcast group that basically said that the FDA reg- regulations on cigar has been put on a total freeze, and claimed that it was part of Obama's trip to Cuba, and that this is now part of it. However. 
they were claiming sources. And when I want to talk to sources, I call Glenn. Glenn, is there any truth to this story? You know, this is the first time I really want to pause before talking to you, kid. <laughs> okay, tell you what. Um, can we? Is, is this story have two legs to stand on and not fall over? Um, there are nuances to this question. Absolutely. And I'm gonna I'm gonna back up in history by just the course of of a couple of weeks. Um. When I was last with uh, Abe, in fact, at the Tobacconist Association of America meeting um, earlier in the month, um, I publicly stated that we were trying to utilize the president's trip to Cuba uh, to get our message across as to how regulations can adversely impact the rest of Latin America, mm-hmm. and that you could not plan to treat Cuban cigars any differently during the course of this regulatory process. And we have a lot of friends and allies um, on that plane, on that trip, that uh, we were briefing, <laughs> using my words carefully, mm-hmm. uh, to, to get that message across. And we have every confidence that, that some of those discussions took place. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that earlier, prior to the president's trip, there had been efforts by the White House Office of Management and Budget to send back the regulation because of what we heard was faulty, flawed cost-benefit analysis. And that's been a running uh, strategy and message all along, that that the benefits of regulating cigars are are being you know the uh, the benefits are 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 not there when you talk about the cost of this regulation on the industry, which is well over one hundred million dollars for a, a very small sector of the tobacco industry, and that's a very low estimate too. It is a low estimate, and um, and so we know that that messaging is coming going back and forth. The problem here is that, you know, probably some of the drama, if you will, that were there phone calls made, were there from Air Force One, well, no, and that that part of the story, I think, is was, was taken down. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a part of a very large chess game. And so uh, this is exactly what I said to someone uh, in the last 24 hours. In Washington, rumors become facts very, very quickly. And I think especially in this current day and age, more than ever. Well, they do. And I'll I'll give you a perfect example, though, of uh, what in the entire history of the Obama administration, no one saw this coming about the attempt to normalize trade with Cuba. No one saw it coming. When he came out of the shoot in December of 2014, Mm -hmm. that had to be the best-kept secret since I have no idea when since who killed Kennedy. in the course of the federal politics. I mean, it's absolutely incredible that they sat on it that long. But uh, but that being said, this is this process of regulating cigars is also supposed to be a very quiet process. Mm-hmm. And it's actually illegal for agencies to share with us what is in that rule at this time. And all you can do is express yourself as to what you think 
the damage to be based upon what was in that naming document. Right. Or how, or so, how about how the uh, OMB budget got leaked to the vapor company that then put it out and then said, hey, we have this. And Senator Patty Murray of the state of Washington called for an investigation as to how that happened to dramatize to you how serious that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so based upon that, when stories leak out or people infer things based upon information we do get, um, it becomes stressful. <laughs> and, and you end up chasing your tail a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But I think where the stories get meshed and a little convoluted is that there was an effort to utilize the the president's trip to get our message across simply because we did have some allies that were a part of that mission and they we knew they would have face time with the president and they needed to express them to them to him and to his delegation that listen your work you don't get many opportunities for face time with the president so you utilize that to to get people to convey your message as to what damage these rules can do to the Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua, much less the American supply chain and the retail community, and to the consumer. Um, so that part of the story is, is out there. We've been very candid. That's part of our political strategy. Mm-hmm. The second part of the equation is this flawed cost-benefit analysis story that we've heard of behind the scenes, and that that has caused a slowing down of the process so that the bureaucrats can do what they do, and I guess that means fix the fix the analysis, which is why I said last night to some folks that I don't think I said this to a, a small, very small cigar manufacturer last night who's very worried about this process, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not banking on this notion that there's a freeze or a slowing down of the process. I've got to treat, we have to treat every day as if those bloody regulations are going to come out on Monday morning or Tuesday morning. And you cannot work any differently, and the consumer cannot react any differently. The retail community cannot react any differently because you cannot trust the process. And I emphasize that, and I say that very publicly. You cannot trust the process. This notion that the president, if he doesn't issue the regulations by the middle of May or it's in a congressional review process, I don't trust that date. He can do it up until the time he leaves the bloody office. Absolutely. And still kicks off the process. He could do it through November. So this notion that, well, if he doesn't do it by May, we might be home free. I'll, I'll close with this and any questions you got, any time we got left. But oh, yeah. I, said, I said at the TAA meeting very publicly that I was asked the question, what's the best case, worst case scenario? I said, well, the best case scenario is they do absolutely nothing, that it gets so bogged down in the legislative and bureaucratic process because of the convoluted nature of the rule, because cigars have no business being in the same regulation as e-cigarettes or anything else, that it gets so bogged down in that process that they just can't come to a conclusion. That's the best-case scenario. The worst-case scenario is they treat us worse than a pack of cigarettes, Mm -hmm. and the current deeming rule does treat us worse than a pack Mm -hmm. of cigarettes. I had this discussion with Rocky Patel yesterday. I said, Rocky, I've always used, uh, frequently used the, the Zen... Nisha's Zen uh, cigar box, as an example, you want to cover 30, because it's one of the most beautiful boxes in the industry, you know, the way it's curved and carved in the wood and all that stuff. I said, the idea of covering 30% of that box with a warning label is horrible. Mm-hmm. It's just a metaphor. And, and, and in that respect, it's worse treating us worse than a pack of cigarettes. Absolutely. So anyway, that's the reason we have to treat this as if it's a non-issue, a non-story, and, and work our, our 
themselves silly uh, until the January 17th, 2017, when the administration's not there anymore. If I may, Glenn, the overall point we have here today is this fight is not over. We are not in the clear. We must keep up the good fight and not put down the sword. I could not have said it better myself. I bet Abe couldn't have said it better. Beautifully myself. said. <laughs> I, I, occasionally I get one out of every 150. So, you must have been drinking before I had. <laughs> not, not yet. So, but so after the last, now that the last 24 hours are over and hopefully we've gotten the message out, we've got, done this to try and stop, hopefully things are going to calm down for you a little bit. You're going to stop uh, just drinking the bottle of vodka well, straight. Well, the point is I understand how these things happen. I really do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we've spent a lot of time on media questions this entire week, not just because of this, but a lot of time on media questions, and it, it happens. It's a normal, so to speak, part of the process. Anytime you're involved in something of this nature where you're trying to galvanize consumers and retailers and keep manufacturers properly informed of the nature of the process. But if we if we track down the manufacturing community to try to inform them of every nuance every week, they would think we were absolutely schizophrenic. Well, that's the nature of the process. I understand so, completely. I understand how these things happen, but... Uh, just treat every day as if it's your last and, and uh, work like a dickens to protect this industry. Because <laughs> absolutely, and not to mention we are currently in the fight of our life, as you have said many times, <clears throat> and it's not over. Let us keep going. So, Glenn, any big meetings or anything interesting you have coming up that, sh- as you continue to fight this good fight? Any, any, or well, has anybody uh, else signed on to the bill recently? What's that? Any, as we have, do we have any new signees or co-sponsors? Uh, no, the, because Congress has been uh, in and out of recess a great deal of late, and frankly, there's only a matter of, I can't believe I'm saying this, but there's almost less than a month of true legislating days left in this entire calendar year, which doesn't say a lot for the amount of money that's spent to run our federal government. And but we're there's in only March. There's only a month left of the entire year, so there's not a, a large window. So we're doing a lot of outreach in the congressional districts to, to members about what's happening. And I've said very candidly and very publicly, we are uh, working diligently to get key, principally Democrats that are on our side in the Congress to reach out to the administration. I think I mentioned it the last time I was on the show, mm-hmm. uh, because it's a matter of public record, people like Senator Harry Reid, uh, Joe Manchin, John Tester of Montana, um, Bob Menendez of New Jersey. Uh, we're getting key Senate Democrats, uh, because that's just the nature of the political process, to reach out to the administration with their concerns on, on what's being proposed. So that's a big part of the mission. And frankly, uh, we're, we're going to be with the National Association of Tobacco Outlets uh, trade show next month in, in Las Vegas because Mitch Zeller, the head of the FDA, Center for Tobacco Products is, is speaking to that conference, and a lot could happen between now and April the uh, 20th, so it's going to be an opportunity to, shall we say, uh, be face-to-face. Absolutely. Glenn, thank you for coming on. Thank you for setting the record straight, for letting us know that this isn't over. We have to keep going. Keep Don't up. put your guard down, folks, because when no. you do, guess what? That's when they come in and they sideswipe you and they punch you in the head. That's- that's right. Well, thank you, kids. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Bye, As things keep progressing, we will have Bye-bye. you back once again to talk about everything that's going on in the industry and how we are still, once again, fighting for our lives. That was Glenn Loop, Executive Director of the Cigar Rights of America. When we come back from break, we're going to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Make sure you're keeping it lit.
Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1. A full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number no. 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. Oliva cigars can be found at a retailer near you. Ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome. Repeat. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the Brewmeister, with you here, the lovely Lady M. Sorry, John's playing with things as usual. We are broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, on this 201st episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. We have had a fascinating and exciting show. 
I mean, Salim Hanoi came on to tell us about the brand new Drew Estate Cigar Lounge at the BB&T Center. So next time you're in the Fort Lauderdale area or out in Sawgrass and you're going to a hockey game, a concert, or anything like that, and you want to smoke a cigar, make sure you try and check out the new Drew Estate Cigar Lounge at the BB&T Center. Lou Rothman, industry legend, man of... I don't even know how to better... Just a wonderful, very, very... The guy knows more in his small, his finger, his tiniest finger... That I might ever know, know about the industry, and it, he'd be a fun. Um, what's the game? The game we play, like a, a so, word association, but like mm-hmm. word oh. association, but story. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, that could probably we could probably go an entire show yeah, on just that. I just I'd... give him five words, and he bases one of his stories off of it. Yeah, yeah. Him, him and I spent about twelve minutes downstairs just talking about baseball. He's great. He knows. Um, he knows everything. Like, he talked about it with old Yankee players. He actually, my mom used to work in a Sheridan that was across from. Uh, um, the stadium, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I used to go to the Sheridan all the time." You know, met all the Yankee players and stuff like that. Speaking of the Drew Estate Lounge that's in the BB&T Center, Colin and I will be frequenting that uh, when we go see Twenty One Pilots in July. Oh. So uh, we're Who excited. Twenty One Pilots. Uh, they're a, 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 they've been around for a little while. I think around since like two thousand seven, two thousand six. Nice. But they really just now gained notoriety with their latest album in the last year. Sweet. Yes. Well, that's mm-hmm. fun. It should be a good time. It's totally sold out, by the way. I've been to a show in BB&T that's been totally sold out. It's like 35,000 people. Wow, that is pretty big. It's going to be insane. Absolutely. Well, every week on Kiss My Ash Radio, we give you the news that really only no one else would give you (laughs) because it's now time to find out who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. This week, it's time to find out who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. This one goes out to... (laughs) Alan Golden. Police in New Mexico recently arrested a man for attempting to pull a dine and dash at a restaurant that was hosting a fundraiser, but not any normal fundraiser. What kind of a fundraiser was it? A police fundraiser. Really? According to the Donna Anna County Sheriff's Office, the incident happened on March 1st at the Applebee's restaurant. Alan Golden, 22, ate dinner at the restaurant with two women and left without paying his entire bill, leaving a $30 balance, police said. Golden might have gotten away with the alleged act, but has not picked a restaurant that was hold- had he not picked a restaurant that was holding a tip a cop fundraiser. Ooh. During the event, the waitstaff was replaced by local police officers who served patrons their dinners in efforts to raise money for the New Mexico Special Olympics. Authorities arrested Golden and charged him with dating services less than $100. He was booked in the county detention center and a $250 bond. Of all the gin joints in all of the world. Tip a cop fundraiser, dine and dash. You know, you might think he might have noticed all the police cars in the parking lot before he went in and decided to do that. Yeah, that was a bad idea. And maybe... I guess I, they were probably in plain clothes, I would assume. But I, I probably, hope they're for probably his in waitstaff clothes. But even still, if they're yeah. in plain clothes, they're still probably driving the police, police cars, cars yeah. to the Applebee's. So when you see a dozen police cars in a parking lot... Hey, you know what? I had bad service because I was served by a police officer. I'm definitely going to walk out on the bill. And all over $30. That's the other thing that gets me. I mean, how do you get out of an Applebee's for $30? I mean, 
They, obviously, they didn't order drinks. Did they just have an appetizer combo and then something else? I guess it would have been that. You know, speaking of, um, I, I usually do my hay now, and mm-hmm. uh, Gary Shandling died. I know. I saw that. I couldn't believe that. 65? 66. 66. Gary Shandling. Really I mean, sad. Absolutely. Larry Sanders Show. Oh, man. Just, if you've never seen the Larry Sanders Show, it's available on Amazon Prime. Do yourself a favor. It still stands up. I know yeah. a lot of times people say shows from the 90s, you know, they don't stand up. But mm-hmm. guess what? The Larry Sanders Show, <laughs> it still stands up. Fantastic. I mean, it was an utter loss. I mean, the best part was you noticed all the other comedians from everywhere. I mean... Anytime I've heard an interview with different comedians, they'll always say someone who inspired them. Yeah. He is usually always on the top of the list. Brilliant comedian. Some of the most original comedy that's that's out there. Just some of the greatest insights I mean, on that, that show. Even the Gary Shandling show from the 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which was, I mean, the best part was, you know what? The guy never really wanted to go above and beyond. No. And he was just one of those, this is what I did, this is what I've done, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to go home. Yep. I'm... And that's it. He never really wanted to be a star. He could have been. He could have been, you know, Seinfeld-level huge. Yeah. He could have been Louis C.K. Yep. Um, he could have been selling out stadiums, but that wasn't his M.O. Nope. But, I mean, definitely an absolute loss in the comedy world, and we are truly going to miss Gary Shandling. Next week, huge. Yes. Next week will be a very big show. We're going to be live from the Espinosa Cigar Warehouse in Hialeah Gardens, Florida. A lot of our old friends are going to be there. I know Master Sensei All right. will be in the house, so we're going to talk to Eric Gutteramson. <laughs> we're going to talk to Eric. We'll probably have Eric Jr. We'll have Anthony. I mean, these guys have so much going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely crazy. The Zona Factory is pumping out some fantastic product. I've never been to a cigar factory. It's going to be cool. Well, this is a cigar warehouse. Oh, that's right. The fact, yeah. The factory is in Nicaragua. I've never been to a warehouse either. If you, While you're in Miami, you can go to go see... Sandy over at uh, El Titan de Bronze. Oh, that's right. Or there's a couple other smaller places you can go in Miami that are also rolling cigars. I had to check that out. Absolutely. If you want to, it's a fantastic thing to do. Big plans for the rest of the day there, John? Uh, yeah. I got this uh, event going on over there. at. going to uh, be a successful event? It's going to be a successful event. You know, I, I, of course, I overplay because I'm such a... Uh... <sighs> anyway, it's going to be a great event. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and so... What's the biggest perk you get for being a uh, event coordinator at a radio station? Uh, I get a paycheck every two weeks. <laughs> the free, not a lot of free goods anymore in radio. Um, yeah, I mean, I get tickets to stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sunfest, uh, baseball games. You know that sort of thing. It's great. Man. Yeah, e- love big it. Easter plans. Um, yeah, hang out with the family. Hang out with the fiance. Your last Easter, Hang out with the fiance. not married. Yeah, last Easter, not married. It's going to be good. Going to have to do the dual family thing again for this holiday? Uh, not for this holiday, no. Um, most of her family's um, up in D.C. now, so she's going to, uh, I think she's gone up there in a couple weeks or something like that. She just She's on spring break right now. Ah, uh, um, yes, spring break. Yep. Hope everybody enjoys spring break. Yeah. And please be safe. Don't over-intoxicate yourself or get too wild and mm-hmm. crazy. This goes for you that are also not on spring break, but like to think you still have the ability to be. <laughs> not that I'm pointing at anyone. I'm, dude, I'm not on spring break. I was on, I was on a two-day Tampa break, uh, and that's over. All right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. It's been another fun and exciting episode. Next week, we'll be live from the Espinosa Cigar Factories. Woo-hoo. Make sure you tune in for that. It's going to be a great show. Thanks to Lou Rothman, Glenn Roop, Salim Hanoi for being here. And all of you out there, 
Enjoy your Easter weekend. Be safe on spring break. Until next time, we hope you all keep it lit. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. Insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker Zimmerman, Injury Attorneys, 800-866-LAWS, bakerzimmerman.com.